You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Sleepy Hollow After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Sleepy Hollow After Show. Hey there, sleepyheads. It's, you know what time it is. Bing is for doing, and we are doing another Sleepy Hollow after show. This is season one, episode four, The Lesser Key of Solomon. I'm Matt Lieberman, and joining me on the panel, as always, are the fabulous and talented Miss Jackie Borowski. Hey. And the fantastic and hilarious Mr. Stephen Lemieux on the ones and Hello. I'm excited about tonight's episode, guys. Oh my god, me too. So much to talk about. Oh, let's just rock out for a hot second. That's my fake air guitar that apparently I play under my neck. Apparently. Now it's time. Anyway, <laughs> it's time to talk about Sleepy Hollow. So much happened this week. We laid out, I think, the foundation for the rest of the season, potentially the rest of the series. We don't know. We got a lot to talk about, about the Abby-Jenny relationship. We had some Hessians. We had a door open to the Hessians. Hessians. S-set. Okay. We had some Hessians. We had a door open to the seventh circle of hell. Such craziness. This is my favorite episode so far. I know. It was really, really awesome. And and Steven knows, because we watched it together, that I was just howling through the whole thing. Dude, he exploded. He exploded! And they they tortured him and they severed his head? What? Uh, um, I do Boston miss watching party. shows with yeah. Matt, because Matt reacts so enthusiastically to everything. Uh, you know, maybe I should, do, I should do that as a podcast, too, is every time I watch yeah. a TV show is just tape myself. So that people can hear my ridiculousness. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, quick recap of the pun jar. We are at $4.50. And we're going to go right into the episode now. So um, Jenny is on the run. We pick up right where we left off. Or we start at the Boston Tea Party. We yes. start at the Boston Tea Party, uh, which turns out was Ichabod's diversion. So that he and some other uh, you know British guys who were on George Washington's side... What did he call his plan? I forgot what it was because she calls it the Boston Tea Party, and he's like, "Oh, that's a clever name." The, what a festive name! No, yeah. it was it was uh, it was like the the throwing of the tea, the ruining of the tea, the destruction the of dis- the tea, the destruction yeah. of the tea. Yes, uh, you've apparently come up with a far more festive name for it. <laughs> yes, and uh, this Hessian blows himself up with a damn bomb, like an old-school round bomb with the fuse, which is awesome, and there should be more round bombs on television I totally, at all times. I totally was watching. I was like, man, that guy has nice hair. He exploded! He exploded! He effing exploded. And then we... You know what I like, though, about yeah. this series is that uh, I don't... I can't think of a just regular cable show that had ever had flashbacks to uh, several flashbacks to um the revolutionary war yeah 
because usually people pick a different time period and when they have they have there have been other shows that have characters that span time zones and they they most most of the time they pick a different time period or a different place like if they pick the 1700s they pick like France sure and but I'm just so excited because I'm like, oh, Revolutionary War stuff. This is cool. Yeah, and he's plugging himself into everything. Yeah. Ichabod. We were actually, like, talking about that in the show where we were thinking it's going to be great when we get an episode that they actually do the whole episode back in the, in the yes. Revolutionary War era. And I'm pretty sure yes. that that episode is going to be kind of the Katrina backstory episode. Like, yes. what happened to her after Ichabod was put in the ground? Yeah. I yeah. think that that's going to be our big flashback episode, yeah. and we'll find that out, I guess, when Katrina becomes more a bigger part of the story. We saw in the previews she's coming back next week in some capacity, which is exciting. And apparently people, I've been told this, are shipping Katrina and uh, Ichabod, and it's Ikatrina. Ikatrina, boo. Boo. Ikabby. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. it's, it's Ikagby, which I call Krabby. It's either Ikabby or it's Ikabby, which is what I'm pretty sure it is. Oh, Ikabby? Ikabby, yeah. 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 You guys saw a little chemistry with Jenny. Oh, yeah, and totally. Mm-hmm. And she was she was eyeing him right back. And then she when she asked. It's going to be a love triangle. I know. Oh, my God. Are we ready for that? Can the world <laughs> handle the Sleepy Hollow sisters? On Ichabod love triangle, I don't know. There's already yes. so much enmity in their relationship. There's already so much tension. I'm down with that. I'm down with yeah. I. I'm down with the sisters love triangle. Look at Sleepy I love Hollow, not Sleepy Around. Yeah. There oh, gotta be romance. Punjar. Punjar. Yeah. Damn it. Sweet. Five bucks. Thought anyway, I could at least get that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. When she asked, uh, when she asked. Uh, Abby, like, what's the deal with you and Prince William? And she's like sidestepped it. That to me sounded like she's like, is he single? You know, like <laughs> yeah. just a little bit. But um, anyway, so- didn't she call him? She called him in the last episode, like tall, dark, and British. Yeah. yeah. Well, he is tall, dark, and British. She likes him. Yeah. Actually, we we were asking the question while we were watching the show, like. When's he going to get some new clothes? This, oh my gosh. Was a YouTube comment. This was a YouTube comment. And you know what? I was chatting with a friend about this show as well. And that was her first comment. She's like, the guy has been in the ground for like 200 years. Yes, he's gorgeous. But he's got to smell like poo because they haven't given him a chance to like change his clothes. I, bet I think he showered. Yeah, he in showered in the first episode. In the but second episode. But I'm sure, I'm sure he's washed the clothes by now. He just doesn't have any other clothes, and he doesn't have any money. Abby, you got to give a guy a break. They gave him a washboard. Yeah, <laughs> he can he can rub his clothes dry and do the whole old school washing thing. It's, we could have a fun episode where Abby teaches him how to dress like a person of this time period. I, it'll be an episode where he has to go undercover. Look, yes. if, if magic can keep him alive, then magic can keep his clothes downy fresh. Okay. Also, I I think at the same time, like. We're like, oh, when's he going to get new clothes? We don't really want him to get new clothes. I know. Seriously. I mean, that kind of ruins the illusion. It's his yeah. uniform. It's I know. His... He's not going to get his haircut till like, season three. But I just... All right. So let's just jump into, like, where we jumped in. We came in exactly where the last episode ended. Jenny's on the run. Abby pleads with Captain Irving. I now Wait, firmly know... over the best know his first name. scene ever. Oh, what? Oh, my God. The OnStar lady. That was the uh, North so, Star. Yolanda. Yeah. That. Thank you so much. That was Nobody's amazing. So funny. That was amazing. Yeah. And I mean, it was a good, like, it was a good way of introducing how passionate he is about Katrina. And I think you said this 
either last episode or the first one or something yeah. where um, you said he his emotions are current. Like he still feels exactly what he felt 200 years Because it was ago. yesterday. Because it was yesterday. Yeah. But her feelings, we don't know. Because she's been trapped in the other dimension in the world between worlds for so long. Yeah. And she's been awake and cognizant. And so it's interesting to see just how raw and like real his emotions are and then. <laughs> Of the North Star Lady, like all crying. Over I know. It. Well, he's like, you deserve better. You need, and unless you feel with that sheer force of emotion, you should not give your heart to him. He does not deserve you. And thank you for showing me how to use the entertainment center. I have to say that's something I'm surprised they passed up on, though. What is the? I mean, they explained it a little bit why they didn't do it in one of the other episodes, but that's a really an easy writing point was would be his betrayal of she's been lying to him their whole relationship that she's a witch i mean you'd think he'd have some sense of some sense of i think he was shocked no yeah he but was shocked by it he was shocked but you'd think there'd be usually writers will take that rounds like oh let's make him hate her for that and then they have to solve their differences through an episode but i mean i kind of like they kind of cut the trim the fat yeah well, I think I think it's showing you that love makes you do the crazy. You're yeah. like he's like crazy in he's love. He's still confused by it, but she saved his life. She saved his life. She obviously did it for a good reason. You know, she lied to protect him. I think on some level he understands that. Now, does that mean that he completely understands why she was into the witchcraft? I mean, honestly, I think that this whole experience more than anything is what has has taught him why she was into witchcraft because she knew what was coming. She was a member of the Good Coven. She was trying to protect the world from from evil, from death, from the Four Horsemen. You know, the, as the Hessian said later in the episode, this is a symphony that has been hundreds of years in the making. Mm -hmm. You know, so it, it was go this war was going on long before the Revolutionary War. Well, yeah, and he did say that. He said, she didn't tell me to protect me. That's that was his yeah. reasoning before. Yeah. So I guess it makes sense. But I'm they usually writers would take that. Right. But I, they don't have enough time to deal with it. Um, you know, and as we heard this week, good news, uh, season two, the show has been picked up for a second season, Woo. but the, that news came with, I thought that this was going to potentially get a back nine and we'd have a full 22 episodes this year, only 13 episodes, only 13 episodes this season, which means that this storyline is going to move at a breakneck pace, you know, as we saw with under the dome this summer, you know, there's, there's not really any time to mess around. And every episode has been fun. Every episode has moved the plot forward in some way. And now that we've got our core relationships set, we can just play. We can just play in this fun, awesome world that we've built. I appreciate that, too, because I actually like the shorter episode format. Yeah. Because then you don't have... Filler like, episodes. Filler episodes, yeah. I don't... A very special episode of Sleepy Hollow. Uh, mm. No. A, a, a very sleepy Christmas. <laughs> very sleepy Christmas. Exactly. I just, I, I also do like thirteen episodes. That's good for me. Thirteen hour long episodes. Yeah. That's good for me. I mean, there's other shows. I think uh, the Scandal do twenty two episode seasons. Oh like, yeah, it does. Yeah. I, I just, I tried watching that, and I like the show, but it's just kind of, it. They drag it on a little bit because they know, hey, we got twenty two hours. We don't only have thirteen hours. Right. Or like, it's also it, a different type of show too. That's I think true. they're trying to give. A lot of, like, this is more, uh, like, actual action where people are shooting at each other yeah. and ripping each other's heads off. It's like, when you have, uh, when you have that kind of, like, action pushing the plot line ahead, mm -hmm. you're not, 
you're not going to take time to like verbally explain a lot of backstory. You're going to let the audience fill those it's, holes. It's kind of like the last season of Fringe, which was, you know, highly serialized. But then there were a few episodes that were very much standalone. We've got to solve this problem episodes. They're, you know, next week looks like more of a case of the week kind of an episode. But I wouldn't be surprised if it moved the plot forward in right. some way. Um, but I agree with you guys. I, I far prefer the shorter seasons. I'm bummed that we're not going to get more this year because of how much I'm liking this show and I want as much of it as I can get. But at the same time, and like I know we reference Buffy a lot on this after show, but I've been wa- I've been here, watching it. Yeah, in our in in my defense, and then to jump to Matt's yeah. defense, there's there's a lot of uh, just like Buffy had a lot of influence on television in general. If you yeah. haven't watched it, I recommend it. But there's a lot of writers in television today who've gone on, written for other shows, and those shows they brought with them themes from Buffy. And so there's a lot of that kind of there's a lot of that kind of influence. And a lot of people who worked on Buffy, like at the special effects guy for this show, who's the head special effects guy, worked on Buffy. Yeah. And so its influence is highly felt yeah. on this show. But you know, this show won't have say the uh, you know which kid is going to shoot up the school episode. Right. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, as a, as a Hessian, I would like to get back to please, the show. Please, let us and talk about the main relationship between the sisters well, who I've, are not with the trusting of each other. With, with the trusting, I would like to first go to the uh, talking about, well, of course, Orlando Jones. Is oh, the Captain Irving, sir. The Captain Irving, Oh, yes, somebody, a fan pointed this out. So, um, oh, yeah, Washington Irving wrote the oh, original awesome. Sleepy Hollow story. And so they were saying that Frank Irving is probably either a reference to that or he's like a descendant. Neat. Which I think is super cool. Really yeah. Cool. I like that. Um, So Frank doesn't want to give her... I mean, she he wants to arrest her. She's begging for time. Yeah. Gets time with her. And, okay, I'll I just, I'm sorry I'm rushing through this, but, like, okay, we get the scene with the foster mom, but this next scene blew my mind. What, the scene in the cabin? The scene in the cabin! Okay. The and cabin the is back! The cabin is back! <laughs> uh, for anyone who didn't watch our Under the Dome after show, there was a cabin that played minorly into the events of Under the Dome, but we loved that set so much we brought up a whole bunch. But yeah, now this show has a cabin. It's, cabin. It's August Corbin's cabin. Yes, and it holds lots of secrets just like the Under the Dome cabin Dude, it's did. like a yeah. Corbin cabin conundrum. I know. Oh, I know. Oh, lame, but I'm not even going to, I'm not going <laughs> to no, call it. I'm it's not, alliteration. That's yeah, what that that's is. what that is. Goes to the alliteration I know. Yes. yes. No. Can we have one of those? No. Can we have one of those? No. A, a, a thousand times no. Let me talk about this. No, no, no. That's Corbin, Corbin had been secretly training Jenny for years that and hadn't told Abby. How that did we just, not know that? Oh, my God. My mind was blown. I was like, this show is so awesome. It yes. brought in, like, he has basically been training both of the girls, which makes me think now more than ever that they're the two witnesses. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it, it, that scene at the end where, you know, she's telling Jenny about the two witnesses and she's like, the two of you. And I just want to be like, no, it's the two of you. There's no way. No, I- Ichabod is there to shepherd the two witnesses through their journey. And this whole series is going to be about the repair of this relationship yes. and re- rebuilding a trust that over the over the many, many years has just been utterly fractured. And there's just it's just so rich, their relationship. And I loved every scene that they had yes. together. They have 
awesome chemistry. They do. They're just they, all fireworks. three of them do. Yeah. It was great. Fantastic. I loved them solving, you know, where uh where the sextant was leading them. Oh, the so uh that map situation that yeah. comes up. I don't know if anyone's read um Inferno, which is the nope. Dan Brown uh, about Dante's book Inferno. About Dante's Inferno. Yeah. But that's like the first plot point in there is there's like a map that comes up kind of the same way they bring up the map that way. In a sextant? Uh, not in a sextant. Um, I'm trying not to give too much away, but it's in a device where they shine a light through it. Okay. It's a Dan Brown. There's always a device. Yeah, which oh. is, I, I was like, ooh, there's a Dan Brown kind of thing going here because we got Inferno. We got the... I was like, I was Paradise. all national treasure about it. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> hey, kid. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get some Sleepy Hollows in here. Yeah. All right. Hey there, sleepyhead. My dad's telling me no. All right. Sorry. Oh, Jesus. Okay, let's go back to Sleepy Hollow. Captain Irving, where is my sister? Anyway, I do a terrible Nicolas Cage. You really do. Nicolas so Cage awful. is terrible, so it's fine. He's the best. How dare you? If Nicolas Cage guessed it on this show, I might die from joy. I might split in half, and my soul would literally rise into the air defying all gravity and all sense of reason because I would be that effing happy. He's so bad, it's good. Oh, it's great. It's so great. It's like a lover's caress. It's that great. Anyway. He's not good to have at Thanksgiving, though. Why? Did you have Thanksgiving with, no, with Nicholas he, he never turns down a roll. Oh, uh, <laughs> that, that was yeah, an old internet done. joke. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, you you apologize to I, I, people. I sincerely <laughs> apologize. Yeah. Okay, this scene blew my mind, though, like, the whole... Because we should have predicted that. We should have predicted that Corbin was I know. in contact I, with Jenny. But how could we have known? Cause yeah, because she's been in the... we to In our brains. Yeah, she was in the She's been asylum. in the mental institution the entire time. But she really was in and out, and she was traveling the entire world getting... Uh, getting training in Somalia and, you know, in Mexico and uh, all over Africa and Asia. Yeah, you know? joke's on you, Abby. Your sister's been having a pretty awesome life. Yeah, like you think about, you know, Sarah Connor in Terminator 2. We meet up with her in the asylum, but she was a freedom fighter before that, you know, down in Mexico. So, like, where did Jenny get her training? We found out this week, and she is damn capable. And when she pulled out double pistols from her bag, like, we were, we were like, squealing like little children. I was like, we were she so doesn't excited. play Halo 4. She plays Halo 2. Damn right. The, <laughs> Two wheels. The crappy one. <laughs> hey, that was a good one. Um, do you think they're going to be going back to the cabin? Because she went across the world finding all these things. I hope so. So I really yeah. want to see what she found in the cabin. Plus, was it all, when she went to Wendell, she went to the bar. What's his name? Yeah. Wendell? Wendell. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk like about Wendell in a second. I feel like that's going to be a location as well. The bar that is bar GR on the outside. I mm -hmm. don't think after um, the contact there is gone. Yeah. yeah. Um, but didn't but, she, is her stuff still stored there? Or no, no, she, she oh, took she it all. It. She took the bag. Was that just a go bag with passports and cash in it, or did that Passports, have... cash, guns. Okay, so she has no reason to go back there. No, and it, it, it may have had keys to uh, to Corbin's cabin, uh, you know. So the cabin is going to be their, like, central, like... Well, no, because the, the armory is their central base of operations. The question is, when Abby finally gets her out of the asylum, if she gets her out of the asylum, I hope she does. I Ooh, think that's she will. Yes. Yeah. You know, would that yeah. then become her place? So then that would be kind of our two bases of operation, yeah. kind of like on Fringe. And I know I reference Fringe a lot where you had the Bishop household and you had the lab. 
You know, you, you need you need two. You need a homestead and you need the base. Yeah. Oh, um, so I want to bring up something real quick. Please do. At a place where Ichabod can stay because he's been staying Stuck in, up a in that motel. motel. Oh, yeah. man. Him and Jenny sharing a roof. He'll fit in so well at that at that cabin. Mia. Man. Uh, sleepy cabin. Um, so we we hear them talk we hear the Hessians now that we know as they're called. Yes. Talk about item number thirty seven. Mm-hmm. And we know where to find item number thirty seven. Um then we see that we they make it a point to ask, Oh, well what regiment is it when he's trying to prove to Jenny that he's actually from two hundred and fifty years ago. The thirty seventh regiment. regiment. Yeah. So numbers really have such a big play in this. So I really want to look. Have you guys noticed anything from the last few episodes that we might have to rewatch to see if there's any more references to numbers we might have just looked over? I mean, it's entirely possible, and I highly encourage those of you at home to reach out to us on Twitter, on YouTube, on iTunes. If there's some kind of number pattern, we want to know about it so we can tell everyone else about it because you guys are smart cookies. That's why you're fans of this show. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, while you're on iTunes, please subscribe to our podcast and review, rate, and comment. This stuff helps us stay number one for the fourth week in a row. Woo. Thank you so much for doing that. Yeah, we love our fans because they are the best in the world, and we try to reach out to them as much as possible on YouTube. It's a little harder on iTunes, but we do our best, uh, and we love giving shout-outs, and we love five-star ratings because that keeps us on top, keeps us more searchable, and keeps us the best Sleepy Hollow podcast on the internet. And so far, we're uh, number one download for AfterBuzz. Yes, for the fourth week in a row. Yeah, you guys Also, you you guys got to join us on some of these Twitter conversations. Because we're going bananas. Um, Yeah. I'm totally shipping Ghost Corbin and, <laughs> and Ghost Katrina. You're Hashtag nuts. Corb Trina. Oh, it's yeah, happening. Corb Trina. It's happening, guys. It's it's a movement. I tell you, it's in the that, movement in that purgatory world. You know, oh, there's yeah. some there's some slapping bass going down. There's there's some nice like riffs landing. Yeah. If you want the bow, bow, bow. if you want to read Stevens fan fiction. <laughs> You can find it on his website. Uh, um, NSFW. NSFW fan fiction. I saw something this week that I want to bring up. So there was a lot of writing on walls. There was a lot of writing in German. In, oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah, in the Hessian's basement. Yes. But there was a message on the wall in the bathroom, the bathroom. that Jenny was in. Uh, that stuck out to me because it was like very prominent in the yeah, background. Yeah, they kept shooting it. And it was the, red. Yeah. The message was, keep telling yourself that. And I'm wondering, keep telling yourself what? Now, is that is that a reference to Abby denying what had happened uh, to her and her sister and Jenny getting, you know, shut out and sent to other foster care and sent to the insane asylum? Is it the the show telling Jenny to that, you know, Abby is not to be trusted? Oh, keep telling yourself that. Is it a message from Moloch? We don't know. Where was I, it again? It was on the... It was she's on, packing her bag. It was her. on the, the toilet paper dispenser when she's, <laughs> unpa- when she's packing her bag in the bathroom, when she's checking it. It's like 18 minutes through the show. It's like a little under halfway through the show. Um, she might have just kept forgetting to buy toilet paper. Yeah. I don't no, know. it wasn't, but it no, wasn't her place. Oh, it was stop. like in the gas station. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think it was like a really prominent and like the way it was written, the handwriting yeah. was like too, uh, not demonic, but it was like too, like it wasn't just set dressing to me. Yeah. It popped. Yeah. It was Do in you, red on a white dingy yeah. toilet papery thing. I just still wonder where Andy is. 
Yeah, oh, he's still like running Andy. around with his head not quite cut he's off. He's probably writing the messages. Well, because yeah. he cause we help don't, me, guys. Was yeah. was he a Hessian? No, I mean he wasn't German. He's not but German. He's not German. But was he? They always say like that was the creepiest part about this episode was that everyone's a sleeper cell. You never know who's who. Like that's why when they went down in the basement. This is a math teacher. Like, this is this. Like, it's or he was a piano teacher. Or a piano teacher, yeah. So I imagine not everyone has to be really, really German to be a Hessian. I just imagine there are people who are being controlled and there are know people about it. other than the Hessians who are in Evil Coven or are working for Moloch. So what do you think? Or Andy was. I think that he was just a member of the Evil Coven. I don't yeah. think. I think Hessians are one faction in Evil's army. Yeah. In Moloch's in Moloch's okay. sleeper cell. I think that the Hessians were his most trusted. Uh, his most trusted warriors. In that, going, in that army. Do you think he's coming back, Andy? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. You don't leave that thread hanging for no, no reason. And I think um, if we're going with, like, the Paradise Lost metaphor, because Please. they were saying that Moloch is... Um, now, Moloch has lots of meanings, but the one that they pointed out was that Moloch is the... Um, he's the greatest warrior of the fallen angels. Yes. So he's basically, I guess, the like, the entrance being into the seven circles of hell. So there are plenty of catastrophes and demons to meet if you have this and so there got to be like legions and levels of demons and yeah. bad guys well let, i i just want to quickly uh just this is just off wikipedia but moloch uh it is a he's a the name of an ancient ammonite god moloch worship was practiced by the Canaanites, Phoenician, and related cultures in North Africa and the Levant. As a god worshipped by the Phoenicians and the Canaanites, Moloch had associations with a particular kind of propitiatory child sacrifice by parents. Moloch figures into the book of Deuteronomy and the book of Leviticus as a form of idolatry. Leviticus 18.21, And thou shalt not let any of thy seed pass through the fire to Moloch. Now, when Abby is talking about her parents, right, Dad ran off, and then Mom lost her mind shortly after that. Now, Moloch was a god who uh, people sacrificed their children to. What if their dad sacrificed them to Moloch? That could be very possible. And that's why Mom lost her mind. Yeah. But they were – when they saw him, would are you saying when he, when they saw Moloch, that was the, him sacrificing them? Yeah. Because they were in a foster home at that point. They were in a foster home already? Yeah. When uh when they found – remember, because last episode we find out that the reason she lied and didn't back up her sister was because they were actually in a foster home that was good – that was decent at that point. Yeah. And they were sneaking beers and they didn't – they'd rather say that they were just out wandering in the woods than they would sneak beers. Hmm. So that's why she didn't back her sister up because – because okay. they were in a, foster, a good foster home. All right. Well, then maybe my theory is heading into crazy town. But what if before before dad ran off and mom went nuts, he had already made that deal with Moloch and it was just fated that they would run into him again? I could see that. But also, like that. If, they're, if they're the witnesses, yeah. they're going to be inevitably entwined That's with true. Moloch. Well, here's another question, right? So if everyone is a part of this war, is dad still out there? And what role does he play in the war? Well, maybe mom's still out there, too. She was, she had a breakdown, but did they say she died? I don't... 
Um, I'm not entirely sure. I don't. I don't remember, Stephen. You? I. They, they didn't, I don't think they said she died. Okay. Well, I mean, everyone's still at play here. That's the thing. It's like yeah. everyone's so. Even people who got blowed up. Exactly. Still in play. It's they're like that dude because the ghost world. It's yeah. like you're playing Monopoly with someone and they hired a 500. It's like you ass, but then at the end you're like, oh, that was so brilliant. Yeah. I, man, I love this show because they're giving us like lots of great little nuggets. But they're leaving all the possibilities open, mm-hmm. and they have seven years to play them all out. Yeah. It's effing rad. And when you talk about numbers, I mean, so if we're going for biblical references, numbers are so important yeah. for biblical references, which is why I think they're highlighting numbers. I think so, too. And we may we may see this number conspiracy continue to spiral outwards. Oh, epiphany. Epiphany. Sorry. Lay um, it on us. The mom has to have something to do with it. Because she went crazy. Yeah. No. Oh. No, 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 no. Because they mention, remember how mom used to have us read the Bible and, and recite oh, the verses over yeah. and over and over again? Oh, yeah. It's like she knew they she were the knew. witnesses. Whoa. <laughs> okay. My mind exploded. I know. But wait, but here's the question, right? So were their ancestors potentially... Uh, slaves during the Revolutionary War, and were they somehow in contact with uh, with General Washington? I don't know. I mean, we Maybe. have, what, nine more episodes? I love how this discussion has been almost entirely speculation. <laughs> like, we, we're touching on this episode, but, like, I think we're more excited by all the possibilities that this episode brought up than even the episode, which was already great. Mm-hmm. Um... Man. Demon book. Um, yeah. yeah. The the lesser key of Solomon. Let's talk about that. When he sliced his effing hand open and then the words started peeling, appearing on the page, I was going bananas. He had, uh, Steven had already finished the episode and I had to, I had to finish it later because I was watching uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I'm doing later. Uh, my schedule on Tuesdays is bananas. But uh, I'm like screaming so loud he comes back in to watch it again with me. And then the door to hell opens, and it's a pentagram, and we're seeing demons. It was 72 demons. That's another, that's another number this week. Yeah, 72. 72 demons in the seventh circle of hell, and we're seeing them start to crawl, claw their way through the fabric of reality to enter the world. And, uh, and then one of the Hessians gets Jenny at gunpoint, and he tells Abby to put down the book. She's like, I'll put it down. Down into the fires of hell. Bam! And then Jenny breaks away, and she beats the crap out of the Hessian. And it's, oh, it's, I love this show. Dude, the first thing I was wondering is like, okay, you just got thrown into the seventh circle of hell. What's it like there? How's it, like, hot? No, I was literally just thinking, like, I wish they, like, showed what that guy saw, like, for the few seconds he lived. That, I think that one shot would cost about half an episode. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's an expensive effect shot. And great design work on those demons. Like, even though we were we were complimenting the show last week for using practical over digital effects, but the, these demons looked great. Really, really solid effects work this yeah. week. Dude, um, the, 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 the ooze, man. The ooze was yeah. creepy. You're like, damn. The ooze. unholy water. The unholy water. Yeah. Was super was super creepy. I didn't know what it was. I'm like, what am I watching? Uh, and I think that book is still in play. I mean, I think really? she... Yes, because I think she knew that... I mean, if if this is going to 
she knows there are like seven years of tribulations. Yeah. This can't be the first time they're going to open a hell portal. And this can't be the first time that like the. But it burned. It burned in hell. Yeah, it burned. Mm. I think I really wish a demon got out and then ran away. I think that would have been like a really cool thing to come back later. Like you find out that it was the demon coming out. But yeah, I don't know. I I think that I mean, a book that magical and that powerful. I think that there has to be a greater way to destroy it. And I think she probably knew that if she just threw it down there, she was taking it out of play in this world. But still someone could bring it back from the other side. That I, is something. I feel like that is a possibility. We that need to call John something. Edwards. Yeah, I want to. I want to talk. You don't go, oh, <laughs> oh, brother! That was an old school reference. You though. loser! Oh my god! I, I love you, Steve. Uh, t- John Edwards, really? Okay. It was crossing. Over. I I know. Stop it. Um, I want to talk about the scene between Abby and Jenny in the interrogation room. She comes in. She unlocks Jenny's handcuffs and. She really makes the most honest apology that she can. She's like she's trying her very best to to make it up to her, you know, and prove that she's not going to abandon her again and that she's not going to turn on her again. And that's like what I love so much about the relationship is there's so much hurt there. There's mm-hmm. so much hurt there. It's going to take a hell of a lot to undo that damage. And it's just such rich material to deal with. And uh, I just thought that they pulled it off excellently. That is I an acting scene class yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah, like that is a great scene. It's a master class to, to like practice yeah. with. They're they're all the core actors in in this series are all very strong. Yeah, and it's clear as to, they were cast because they're good actors, which is great. Yeah. It's a great. Do you know what I liked this people. week? Um, that it doesn't Irving, always happen. Irving got a hot second to be a good cop and be a better cop than Abby's ex, who's still hanging around. I cannot. Jesus. I can. What are we gonna do with this dude? Did Captain you guys notice? D-bag. Did you guys notice? Like when we were watching Matt, they were talking about they're all assassins are all around you. Are, we are everywhere. We, we can everywhere. be. We can be your math teacher. We can be your music teacher. We pump your I, gas. We I, make your pizza. I like to play clavelt, the piano, but. They cut to her ex-boyfriend while he's talking about this stuff with um, Irvin in front of him. And mm. I'm like, oh, dude. He's not German, but I bet there's something shady going on with Yeah, him. but they're talking about people close to you. And I'm just like, her, like, how do you get close to one of the witnesses? Because they knew who she was. You sleep with them? They knew, who, they knew her name. They knew who she was. Moloch has been talking to them. So Moloch's known her since she was a kid when he first came and saw her. So everyone around her that was close to her could have been like that. They and could have been shaping them since the beginning. Exactly. And the only reason Jenny's such a fighter is because Corbin's the one who intervened with that. But then here's, here's the question, right? Why would you let them live? Why would you let the witnesses live? Unless the witnesses ultimately decide the fate of the world and it is they have to be alive for their plan to ultimately play out. I don't know. That it's I probably going to have something be a factor that they have to be alive. The yeah. blood of the witness or something we'll something probably like find that. out about. The blood yeah. of the witness at the right time. Yeah, and it has to be fresh blood, okay? <laughs> none of this in a jar shit. None of this cut your hand over a book to read a book. Yeah, none of no. that bullshit. All, I mean, the Hessian did say they were waiting for the for the right time for things to happen. That's true. But Stephen, I need to make a ruling, okay? 
Yes, anyone can be a member of the evil coven, but they can't all be Hessians, okay? okay. The dude was obviously he German. German and just wants everybody to be German with just him. Just like him. <laughs> I'm Hungarian. There's a difference, guys. Lemieux. Lemieux. Okay, Hungarian fans, can you guys back me up on this, please? Yeah, Hungary up we, in the house. Do we have any? Um... Also, I didn't say there was anything wrong. Yeah, you being nothing wrong. I know. I'm just, there's I'm just, nothing wrong with being hungry. Look, this is a show called Guilting You from the Booth, and that's that's <laughs> what I'm doing right now. I can't even see you guys right now. You guys <laughs> totally missed my pun, and that's great. Moving pun on. Pun jar. No, I didn't hear it. So, I can't. <laughs> yeah, so you can't even do anything can't about it. On it. Uh, so Ichabod got great lines this week, but he was yes, mostly he on the sidelines, kind of just. Like, moving the plot along. We got to see oh, yeah. his... Oh, yeah. I remember my point. Sorry. I don't want to interrupt you, but um, I but feel like... you were going to. I'm going to anyway. <laughs> I feel like they're the two witnesses, and everything is based on the two witnesses. Everything that was set in motion yeah. is based on having these two witnesses. But I think Ichabod's the wild card. Hmm. So, like, every all of their plans involve the witnesses. Everything evil to raise everything involves the witnesses. But none of the plans of prophecy or destiny involve Ichabod because he was not supposed to be alive. That's true. I think that's true. I think that that's a very good point, and we're going to see that play out over the course of the season. I 100% agree. I think that uh, this is – once I got to the end of the episode, I feel like they're almost – Slightly powerless over what happens because yeah. it's like you have to have these seven years of tribulation, tri- tribulation of trials, yeah. and so it if is you know that's coming, yeah, trials and tribulations. Uh, if you know that that's coming, then you can prepare for it, but you can't stop it per se. There's yeah. no stopping the apocalypse. There's just preparing yourself for it and preparing the world for it and hopefully making it less crappy than it's supposed to be. Yes. Um, less crappy, more crabby. <laughs> more crabby. Yeah. Um, but that's when, so when I thought of the the thing on the side of the, um, of the, the keep telling yourself that. Yeah. I thought that that was a reference to, to the, the, to Jenny convincing herself that she can stop the apocalypse. Interesting. Oh, man. Because and that would be the perfect tone to, like, be snarky at her. Ooh, I because like that. Because she's so strong and she's prepared for all these things. But it's like, yes, you can prepare, but you're not going to stop it. You're just here. You're just you're just here to witness it you're happen. You're here to witness it happen. Yeah. And that was actually one of the things that I thought about after the episode is because when I was watching, I was like, wow, that was such a quick conclusion. None mm-hmm. of the demons it wrapped up really easily. It wrapped up really easily, but then you kind of think about it. Abby doesn't know magic. Jenny doesn't know magic. She just but is they magic. will. But may no maybe they might. Okay. You never know if the witnesses can learn it or not. But I think okay. Say the demons did get out. It would have been lame because we would have been like, oh, let's fight them with bullets. And then if they can be beaten with bullets, we'd be like, oh, they were beaten with bullets. So yeah. it's like there there was no really conclusion if the demons got out. Like, I feel like they just would have rampaged everything and there was nothing we could do about it. And then the show would end. Right. And I don't feel feel like anything is final right now because they've defeated the demons in the sense that they've kind of barked them back. Yeah. But I don't think I don't Those think demons aren't dead. Yeah. There's nothing. They're in hell. Yeah. There's nothing to me that's final about that, because if we can open a portal to hell, we can still have the demons come back. Yeah, and I doubt that that's the only way to open a portal to hell. There's got to be dozens, dozens of ways to open a portal to hell. Also, <laughs> Buffy, you're yeah. not even 
There's yeah. for no. every coin, there's two sides though. So for every portal to hell, are you saying that there are portals to heaven? I'm saying that they can bring in angelic features. Okay. If, now that they've angels vo- with guns, angels with <laughs> hey, angels with angel guns. Had a freaking machine gun in the first episode of the heaven series. bullets. Heaven like, bullets. Be like South Park, where there's Jesus with like a, a ninja star. Oh, that'd be rad. I'm back. Yeah. Um, no, I, I definitely see them bringing some some from some figures from Christianity or things like that from the higher side as well. Yeah, Why because not? we have limbo and hell so far. Yeah, we don't have heaven. That's true. Well, we need to meet some members of Good Coven. It couldn't have just been Corbin and the priest. There's got to be other members, and hopefully we'll meet them soon. I think Good Coven's going to be one of those greater good things, like Last of Us. Like, kind of, oh, yay, you're here, but you're going to kill us all to protect everything. Mm. Oh, yay. Oh, you mean like they're going to try to kill Abby and Jenny? They're going to be like, we need to kill the witnesses to prevent the thing from happening, maybe. Mm. that's. I feel like the, the, the Good Coven is going to be... Is going to be corrupt, perhaps. You know, we're we're the okay coven. You know, yeah. we're 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 good. good. We're not the great coven. We're not great, but we're we're good. I mean, we tip ten percent. We're the we're the all right coven. All right. I'm about, I'm a hundred percent behind good coven right now. I yeah. feel like I feel like good coven is good. Yeah, I want to see more of their organization. I want to see the organization of good coven. I want to see more of bad coven. I want to see a bad coven meeting where <laughs> Moloch shows up and he's chewing everybody out. I know that won't happen. But, like, I I just dream up scenes that I never get to see for my favorite shows. And I'm sure you all do, too. Read Matt's fanfic. <laughs> no. Matt does not write fan fiction anymore. I write it for him. Yeah, anymore. Because he is not 12. Hey. Not No offense to anyone who writes fan fiction, but that was just the last time that I wrote fan fiction. That was my fan fiction phase, and I passed on. But those to writing to, it in his brain. To writing it in my brain because there's way better effects in my brain than on paper. The FFF, my fan fiction phase. Are we getting into predictions? You mean FFP? I have one question before we get into predictions. Sure. So that church where, yes. you know, they open the hell mouth. Um, <laughs> what up? Uh, is that the church that the priest was the priest of? I don't think so. Okay. How many churches can they have in one town? Well, there's 144,000 people. Okay, I answered my own question. Um, by the way... I couldn't it... tell. I mean, because we only saw the outside of that one church. Are there any like... Jews in Sleepy Hollow? Because hey. everything's super Christian. I'm just saying. Hey. Jews what? are like Christians. They're just like Old Testament Christians. We came first. Go ahead, Stephen. Um, I know you're saying I'm German, but I still can't taste dirt and know that there's a book hidden behind a wall. Oh. oh. Well, that's a Hessian thing. Yeah, okay, they're specially trained. Thing. Okay. They're they're trained all special to fight and taste dirt and be almost magic <laughs> and eat poison pills. Yeah, eat, have have cyanide tubes and 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 torture people and separate heads from bodies because you know they worship the headless horseman. This cement tastes about two hundred fifty years old. <laughs> Gotta be that's about three cement. years younger than it should be. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I man. think it's here. I, I would watch a sh- I would watch a show with with mouth cop, mouth detective, who Punjar. Can... Wait, that's kind of like Sherlock. Sherlock is like a mouth detective. He tastes weird stuff. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's a mouth detective. He's also a brain detective and a body detective. Ichabod Crane, mouth detective. Uh, Carbon dating through saliva. Yeah. All right, time for some predictions. Please. 
<laughs> and some strobe lights. Now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Okay, Jackie Borowski. Oh, oh, you you got one? I'm gonna no. I'm just gonna leave the lights. on. Okay, leave the lights on. <laughs> well, I have creepy. a seizure. Yeah, um, go ahead, Jack. I think I already gave my prediction, which is I I don't feel that they can stop this. I only feel that they can kind of witness it or make it better. Mm-hmm. That's my only prediction so far. Okay, Stephen, any predictions? Maybe specifically for next week. Um, I mean, I think we're probably gonna see. We're going to see Katrina next week. I think they're going to deal with Katrina. Pestilence is here, man. Yeah. Freaking pestilence, man. Yeah, man. And if... Oh, yeah, there's a plague. Yeah, dude, there's a plague. There's like a kid brought back from the past and stuff. Yeah. And he looks like the kid who is Joffrey in Batman Begins. Joffrey and Batman Begins. No, the kid who played Joffrey, Jack Gleason. Jack Gleason. Yeah. He looks like him in his time in Batman. Anyway, dude, the kids got like the plague, and Ichabod gets like the plague, but Ichabod's probably gonna survive it. But like, probably. the plague never really hit America, so it's got to be like smallpox. Or so, something. but they also do. They're also at like some sort of reenactment center, aren't they? I saw from photos. Maybe that was a couple episodes later. Maybe I, I do think you know the kid. The kid opens up the questions about Katrina because if he was preserved in the same way that Ichabod was. That brings about questions of how she preserved Ichabod in the first place, and that may lead us to members of Good Coven, mm-hmm. because only they can help stop pestilence. Damn. I think that that's what's up for next episode. I think that's what's on tap. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we get any Jenny next week. She's probably going to be back in the asylum I feel for like an episode or two. Because she said she it'll take about six months to get her out. Yeah. I feel like at the end of the season is when they're going to finally bust Jenny out of the mental institution and then discover that, and that's going to be the big season finale, discover that she's the other witness. Totally. Can I give a prediction for the end of the season? Please do. Yeah. I'm going to say that they're going to seal the Headless Horseman and it's going to kill Ichabod, but Katrina's going to sacrifice herself. To bring him back? To bring to, him back. To like give her him his life or whatever. Interesting. Something I, like that. Something like that. I don't know. We've got... We've got, what, nine weeks left? There's not not nearly enough show left for me, but I'm still excited to see it all. Jackie Borowski, where can the people find you? Uh, I want to give shout-outs first to Joseph from D.C., to Victoria, the Buffy fan, and to Laura Cody, who sent us an email. Yes, thank you guys so much. You're awesome fans. Steven. Oh, wait, no, did you need to tell (laughs) the people? You need to tell the people. At 123Jackie underscore B on Twitter, at 123JackieB, all one word, on Instagram. And I'm doing the Once Upon a Time Wonderland after show here on Friday. Sweet. Okay, Steven, where can the people find you? You can find me here every day for the rest of this year. Um, And at Stephen Lemieux on Twitter. Great. And you can find me at Matt Lieberman on Twitter. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can also find me here on AfterBuzz TV on the Sons of Anarchy and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. after shows. Thank you all so much. Have a great week. We will see you next week, hopefully number one once again. Thanks, guys. Thank you. We have the best fans in the world. Thank you. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Good, Good night, night sleepyheads. Sleepy
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.